When Illinois residents vote in the general election this fall, workers' rights are on the ballot. A proposed amendment to the state's constitution would guarantee that every worker in Illinois has the right to join a union. And a new study suggests that if it does pass, workers and the economy as a whole could benefit. Here to discuss the proposed amendment and the new report on its potential impact is Esther Yoonji Kang, a reporter on WBEZ's Race, Class and Communities Desk. Hey, Esther. Hi, Sasha. So first of all, tell us more about the Illinois Right to Collective Bargaining Amendment. Proponents are calling it the the Workers' Rights Amendment, right? Right. The amendment actually just enshrines the right for workers to collectively bargain um, in the Illinois Constitution. And so the words that they use are um, employees shall have the fundamental right uh, to collectively bargain for wages, hours and working conditions and to protect uh, their economic welfare and safety at work. And so only a handful of other states have uh, such a guarantee. Um, Those are Hawaii, New York and Missouri. So Illinois. Um, if this amendment passes, then Illinois would be part of that group. Yeah. Well, the amendment would uh, also bar the state from passing so-called right-to-work laws. Can you explain what right-to-work laws actually do, Esther? Sure. Uh, right-to-work laws, what they do is they give workers the freedom to choose whether they want to join a union or not. Um, the law also, these these laws also say that employees actually can't be forced to pay dues to a union. So if that workplace is already unionized, then you, you know, you, you want to join this company, um, you don't have to pay dues to a union. So supporters of right to work laws say that, you know, these laws give freedom um, to the workers uh, to choose, but of course unions say otherwise, and they say that they they weaken uh, the union's power to collectively bargain. Um, as of now, 28 states actually have right-to-work laws, uh, including okay. some states uh, around us. Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Indiana, and Iowa all have uh, these right-to-work laws. Mm-hmm. I understand that this uh, amendment has already survived one legal challenge, Who was it that tried to stop it? What exactly happened? Yeah, a couple of groups filed a lawsuit on behalf of um, some Chicago uh, public school parents um, and other members of of those groups. And and they're trying to keep this question off of the November ballot. Um, The two groups are uh, the libertarian-leaning Liberty Justice Center and the Illinois Policy Institute. And what they say, the gist of what they say in the the, uh, lawsuit is that the amendment would conflict with existing federal law, the National uh, National Labor Relations um, Act. Mm -hmm. How how would you characterize the main concerns of the uh, Illinois Policy Institute? Well, they say that the lawsuit um, is unconstitutional because it conflicts with NLRA, the National Labor Relations Act. Um, But they also say that, you know, this this would drive up the cost of government. We talked to um, Illinois Policy Institute attorney Miley Smith, and she says, um, or she said in a statement that uh, this amendment actually won't apply to most workers in Illinois, and that it really only applies to public sector employees, which I heard from the union side that that is not true. Um, but the Illinois Policy Institute also says the amendment would lead to higher pensions in the state, mm-hmm. and that uh, that would result in, um, quote, never-ending property tax hikes. That's what uh, that's from Miley Smith. So is this definitely going to appear on the ballot, Esther, or could there be other legal challenges or appeals? 
So as of now, yes. So the a judge uh, in May struck down that petition. And so as of now, the question still remains on the ballot, but the groups uh, filing the lawsuit have appealed um, and they're kind of, you know, waiting for either a hearing date or for a judge to issue a ruling. Mm-hmm. So what does polling suggest about whether or not this will pass? Yeah, Polling at the national level suggests there's a lot of uh, support for unions. Um, one poll has it at 70%, 70% of Americans supporting unions. Mm-hmm. And researchers say that that's uh, the highest level in decades. And also, you know, you're hearing a lot more about workers unionizing kind of everywhere. You've heard about uh, Starbucks stores unionizing, Amazon workers trying to make that happen at warehouses. Um, just a few days ago, Intelligentsia in Chicago uh, cafe workers there also voted to unionize. And this week, uh, 500 workers at Howard Brown Health um, also voted to join. That's a union. Right. So there's definitely a, a trend. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about this report that we mentioned, Esther. I know it's an effort from the Illinois Economic Policy Institute, as well as the University of Illinois. Um, and, and you talked with a couple of authors of the report, yeah, U of I labor expert Bob Bruno as well as Frank Manzo from the uh, Policy Institute. What did they say about how and why allowing workers to unionize would have such positive effects on the economy as well as jobs? Yeah, I I should point out that the uh, Frank Manzo is from the Illinois Economic Policy Institute, which is also, you know, it sounds very different, uh, kind of similar to Illinois Policy Institute, but but they're very different. Um, But yeah, the gist of the report says that the union workers make more money than non-union workers and that more of them have health insurance, more of them own homes uh, than non-union workers. And so in turn, the report says because they have higher wages and better economic and health outcomes, they contribute more to the state um, and that they also take less from public aid programs. So the report also talks about how unionizing helps to create a better workplace, which then attracts more employees, mm-hmm. more talent to the state, and that will help with the worker shortage that we're seeing um, here in Illinois and the U.S. And what was the methodology for this study? Yeah, the researchers, they analyzed two decades of data from uh, the American Community Survey from the U.S. Census Bureau. Um, They also looked at data from the Department of Labor and and other agencies. What they did is they essentially, they compared union workers to non-union workers in the state um, and just various outcomes, right? Like health insurance, homeownership, Mm -hmm. wages. Um, And then the other thing they did is they compared Illinois to states that have passed right to work laws, you know, the, the, the laws that people say weaken uh, unions, collective bargaining power. Um, and what they did is they looked at job growth and other economic factors in those uh, right to work states. Mm-hmm. And what they learned is that these states that weaken um, unions see higher levels of economic inequality, uh, worker earnings that are between two and four percent lower uh, health insurance coverage that's three to five percent lower, and really, the, the researchers say that they don't fare any better in terms of job growth. Jeez. Well, you know, you report that the uh, the debate that we have seen over this proposed constitutional amendment that it's emblematic of the ideological fault lines in Illinois surrounding organized labor. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. 
Yeah, it's the age-old pro-union versus anti-union debate, yeah. um, and, and, and Illinois is not immune to that. So one side says unions make workers' lives better, making their wages, working conditions all better. And Illinois is already a, a strong union state due largely to the power of the Democrats um, in, in, in the state uh, government. And former Governor Bruce Rauner um, tried to rein in some of that union power uh, years ago, and that eventually led to, you know, a budget stalemate that lasted like two years. Wow. So the anti-union side, you know, it says that unions have too much power, uh, political clout, and that ultimately um, unions drive up the cost of government, which, you know, they argue drives up uh, property taxes for, for the residents. That said, I'm, I'm curious, what are you going to keep your eye on then as we approach this election in November? Well, we'll probably, we will very much likely see a, a media campaign um, for the amendment with unions trying to get the get the word out uh, to voters about this um, question um, in, in the November ballot. And then you'll probably also see more op-eds by groups like the Illinois Policy Institute um, arguing against it. Um, I'll be looking for updates, obviously, to the uh, appeal uh, and see if that question does indeed uh, remain on the ballot. That is WBEZ's Esther Yoonji Kang. Thank you, Esther. Great breakdown. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.